Hello, hello, this is Millennial Man Motions. Today is Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday already. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. Uh, please check out yesterday. I posted my Batman Forever 25th anniversary retrospective. So please check that out. Yesterday was exactly 25 years later. Uh, I worked hard on that one. And I just posted two new video- YouTube videos today. But in today's episode, tonight's episode, I'm back with Ilya. And we are going to be discussing about the biblical man known as King Solomon, who was the son of King David. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so he mentioned King Sol. Ilya mentioned King Solomon somewhere recently, and then when he said that, I'm like, "Hey, I actually wrote about him back in February," uh, and then I sent it to him and uh, tell me what you thought about what I wrote about the subject. Well, I thought it was great. I uh, I don't think much about it except that it was great. You went into it a little bit more than uh, I think I personally have read. I like how you were talking about the Song of Songs, and uh, I didn't know that Solomon wrote the Song of Songs. He did. He did. He actually he wrote he he um he wrote like at least three different things: the two, the second and third things in middle age and old age. But the Song of Songs he actually wrote back in like uh in, in his more younger years. Right, and I just like how you were saying that he was using metaphors like the fawn I think you said and the gazelle and like different animals mm-hmm. and birds and stuff mm-hmm. I didn't know that because I mostly just read Proverbs and I didn't know he wrote about youth and I, I thought he mostly just wrote about wisdom and about being older and you know older stuff right so so, so wisdom I think was old age and Proverbs was the middle age so wisdom was Ecclesiastes. Was the no, no, wait, let me let me let me break it all down for you. In in his youth, when he's young, I guess twenties, thirties, that's Song of Songs. That's where it talks about you know all those metaphors and about love with a woman and how great that all is. Being young, right. young and young, dumb and full of you know what. Anyway, yeah, right. then middle age is the Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs has some stuff, interesting stuff in it. And then the third and later part of age, my old age, is uh, wisdom. Or I don't know if I'm mixing it up, but Song of Songs is definitely in the beginning before that second and third stuff being more like uh, changing about, like same guy, but like he's thinking a little bit differently. Right. I got you. Yeah, so I, I just, I thought it was interesting that you wrote so much about it and that you wrote things in the way that you did. And I can't exactly explain Hey, listen, I, I listen, I, I really enjoy writing. I really like to write a lot. Um, my dad and my sister are both writers. They have published books. But as much as I want to publish a book, I'm not I'm not on their levels, really, because it's actually they actually both had help with theirs. And I was trying to do mine all by myself with anybody helping me. It's uh, if anybody knows if they ever wrote anything before and they want to write a book, it's writing a book or getting a book published is not an easy thing to get done. Not unless you have help, really. Um, so basically, I write even if I just write a paragraph or a page of something, I share it with my Barnes & Noble writing group and they just critique it and tear it apart. So I don't even have to write 26 pages or whatever for a whole book. I can write a page or a paragraph and even that would get like all things I'd have to fix up. But I, when I write, I write well on some things. I just, I, I, unfortunately I won't be on a level to actually publish a book ever, but at least I'll write whatever I is not related to a book. Right, okay. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to get back into journaling, so I, I haven't done it in, in a, a number of months, but journaling uh, events and thoughts help get me uh, relaxed and figured out. I mean, my 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 journals won't be exactly high art, like nothing uh, Anne Frank related, but you know, everybody knows uh, now her stuff is very interesting, what she wrote about. Yeah, Anne Frank. I don't know. I just kind of went on a tangent about Anne Frank after my journaling, but I'm trying to stay focused. So we're talking about um, Solomon uh, from back in ancient times who uh, wrote at least three different... Uh, he wrote three, at least three different uh, things on three different stages of his life. Uh, right, right, so King Solomon. So so let's see. What, let me try to think. Okay, um... So it's interesting because the the stuff in old age is way so different from the stuff about love in the beginning. So it's like it, you have to remember this is this is the same guy and the, and the things are about two different things that are like way off from each other. Like the beginning of the the youth is all this like love stuff that he talks about. Um, how do you say? Um, I just want to tell people the song of songs. That's in the English. Uh, in Hebrew, it's called Shir HaShirim, which is how you say all that in Hebrew. And then the 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 Proverbs in Middle Age is called Mishle, Mishle in Hebrew. And the uh, wisdom uh, at the end is called, I don't know, I have to look up my notes because I, let me see my page of it. Hold on a sec. All right, guys, I'm opening up my notes of what I wrote about him. Hold on. Uh, I love flash drives. They can save so much. Like, gotta love this is this is uh this episode is being sponsored by red flash drives. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't advertiser sponsored by anything. I do this for free. I don't get paid for this. Okay. Uh, there we go. Same man, different stages of life. Okay, and the third one is called. Oh, wait a sec. Ah, of course. The third purpose in old age is called Kohelet. Kohelet in Hebrew, or as most people know it in, in the Christian faith, Ecclesiastes. So going back up again, um, Song of Songs or Shira Shirim, he wrote about love in uh, the uh, his, his, his earlier years. Then in middle age is Proverbs in English or called Mishle in Hebrew. And then in old age, purpose, the old age Ecclesiastes or in the Hebrew Kohelet. Um, I wrote a lot about Kohelet, but uh, let's just start from the beginning and work our way to the end. So beginning, what are your thoughts about what he had to say about uh, love topics in his youth and when he was younger? So that's the thing. I didn't really read much about that besides from what you wrote, so I don't have too many thoughts except the fact that um, I don't really... I, I would personally not read a lot about that because I feel like Solomon, uh, I have to, I don't know how to ex always explain things and I can't always say them very quickly and I try to go over the flow, so I don't like to. That's fine. Now, I got a quick question before you answer the rest. I'm, I'm trying to explain that. Oh, I don't I'm sorry. like to podcast preemptively. No, I that's fine. Like to, I understand that. I'm saying, like, I don't like to uh, rehearse, so therefore it sometimes takes me a few seconds or a little bit of time to nope. kind of gather my thoughts. I get that. I get that. Yeah, um, so just, it's not really for you. It's for the listeners. No, I know that. No, no, of course. Of course it's for the listeners. Um, okay. I, okay. That, me, no, man, 
just stop. Please just stop interrupting. I'm not trying to just stop interrupting because I'm trying to speak. And uh, okay, so the point is that I don't. I feel like my version of Solomon, meaning by my version, I mean my perception of him, my impression of him is that he was a wise leader and etc. And there's a lot more into it. So that's why, to me, what he said about youth doesn't really carry a lot of weight because I would because I feel like that was when he was young and he was more naive and therefore I don't I wouldn't necessarily take that so much to heart as as much as I take the stuff that was later that you wrote later in his life and because I'm not as young as I used to be I'm almost 40 now I don't care as much about things like love anymore I don't really it's not that I don't care it's just that my, my responsibilities and my priorities have changed a lot because my child is growing and I just don't care as much about romantic relationships as I used to. And my main focus is being a father and being a good provider for her and developing. So therefore, I'm more interested in, his, in the stuff that he writes later. I can, I, I can understand that. Before we continue about him, in our previous podcast, how did, did you test to see how, how you sounded? Did, were you... Could you still hear yourself in the previous ones for recordings that were posted? Yeah, but with the, like I told you, the music really like fucking makes it hard to hear because it, it's so loud, man. So that's why I said yeah. I can, but it's kind of hard. I, I gotcha. And I can understand what you're saying with the part about youth and now you're uh, with your daughter growing up and everything. I, got, I understand what you mean. So in that case, we're going to jump from one... Uh, Song of Songs Youth to the Middle Age of Wisdom called Proverbs. Thoughts on his Proverbs in the Middle Age? So, right now, besides what I said, that I like those Proverbs, are, yeah, definitely. Okay, I, I, I'm sure I have lots of thoughts. I just don't want to get into it too much. I don't want to get too much, too deep into it, and I, want, I don't want to, like, get long-winded because I tend to do that. So, definitely my favorite i definitely read it when i was younger i think i was probably not even 20 when i started reading proverbs and that was the one that really caught my interest uh, even at a, as, at a young age because for whatever reason it caught my interest a lot because to me it was one it was the one of the few passages in the old testament where i really feel like i i could relate to or at least i could understand on my at a young age so, um, and I'm being very religiously, very neutral right now. I'm not, I'm not, you know, speaking as a Jew or as a, as a Christian would or, or anything. I'm just saying like, I, I'm just, I, I don't, I, I would like to try to keep these, uh, podcasts religiously neutral. So I'm not speaking in a, you know, to any particular religion. That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, that's understandable. What I'm saying is when I say Old Testament, I'm saying Old Testament for a reason is because, I read the New Testament as well, and I've tried. I've read other religions, mm-hmm. and if anyone's offended, or because they think that you know something is wrong with the New Testament, or something is wrong with, let's say, Buddhism or something, or Muslim, uh, or Islam or something, then I'm sorry if you're offended. This podcast is. I'm gonna try to keep this podcast neutral and not not try to like, you know, accommodate any particular uh, person or people. Or whatever. Well, can, so anyway, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So oh, sorry. the Proverbs definitely one of my one of the earliest passages, books that I read because I was really young, and Deuteronomy was one of them as well, and Genesis. Those were the three that I read. I'm sorry, say them again. Which ones again? Say them again. Uh, Deuteronomy and Genesis. I don't know what they are in the Hebrew versions. I'm talking from English speakers. 
and Christian, you know, Christian, more Christian people and English speakers that would be more familiar with the English, you know, English titles of the books in the Old Testament. Um, so Deuteronomy was, you know, was uh, was uh, about Moses, and I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly which part of Moses' life. I know it was after, obviously, it was after Exodus, after they left Palestine, uh, sorry, after after um, Moses led everyone out of Egypt. And while they were tra- traveling through the desert, I don't remember if it stops where it stops. Well, what I'm saying is Genesis, I like for the most part, obviously Adam and Eve, Noah and all those stories. But my favorite, definitely my favorite uh, parts of Genesis are uh, jo- uh, the story of Joseph, the story of Jacob, and mostly just Joseph, like really in particular. I really like the, that story to me. I see. I, I relate a lot to it personally. I feel like I relate a lot to his story because I because it's a long story. Why? But what I'm saying is that because I've been trying to mostly because I've been trying to grow and uh, succeed in life, and I feel like I, I'm I'm kind of you know I started off kind of like as the ugly duckling. If I'm sure most of you are familiar with that story, at least English speakers are, um, Americans, whatever, East Westerners. That's what I'm saying. The ugly duckling, and that's what kind of his. Joseph was pretty much the ugly duckling of the family, and then he basically became the beautiful swan towards the end of his story. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a more it's a more simplified version of of uh, Joseph's life, but uh, I relate a lot to it because I anyway I'm getting off track. So that's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, the point is coming back to the original question. Yes. Uh, what do I think about Proverbs and everything? I really like Proverbs a lot. I'm still I still try to read it every few months again and again and i keep trying to kind of pull out more information and more wisdom out of it and 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 i realize things or i understand things in a way that i didn't understand them before so i read it over and over and over again because there's so much in there right that has to be kind of regurgitated almost i don't know if that's the right word but that's the word i should use now i like i like how you said i like how you said that you want to put it in neutral uh neutral because we are listening to uh, somewhere a little over a little over 40 countries listening to all this so I think uh, neutral is a nice way to try to state all kinds of stuff of this nature so that's good so we're not we don't mean to offend anybody if it comes off that way that's not our intention uh, but it's talked about in a neutral type way for the number of religions or not religions that everybody is in all parts of the world yes so let's see let me see what I want to say about Proverbs okay let me see so, in Proverbs, I especially like the line 18 of chapter 3, where it says in the English, It is a tree of life for those who grasp it, and those who draw near to it are fortunate, which sounds, well, not just it, but a lot of things sound way better in the Hebrew. And then it talks about discernment. It's about wisdom and discernment. And, um, let me see. Yeah, so he go, he goes into more, th- yeah, wisdom and other okay, uh, comparing things. Yeah, yeah. So I and I liked I liked Ilya's thoughts on what he liked about uh, wisdom in the Middle Age. So now we're gonna 
shoot right down to the third and final part of his pieces. Well, no, I don't know how many exactly things he wrote, but he wrote these three parts of life. And the third part in old age, uh, most people will go with, what most people know it as, is Ecclesiastes, which is pretty, a lot more um, pessimistic compared to his first two writings there. Um, Ecclesiastes is basically saying that Oh, like, oh, there's nothing new under the sun. What, What is all this work and toil for? This is like, uh, you know, this is, uh, what is it all for? It's all nonsense. Basically. Right. In a nutshell, that's basically it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I'm just letting you talk and I don't... Okay, so you, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll buzz in. That's fine, please, please. Do, buzz in. in for- yeah. It's at, uh... It's hard for me to kind of like focus. Usually, it's hard for me to focus on uh, when it comes to anything, not just uh, not just podcasts, but let's say podcasts. In this case, podcasts. So I can't just kind of focus on one one like specific, very detailed topic uh, so easily. It's easier for me to just kind of go, like I said, go with the flow. Of course. In general, I want to say I don't have any particular like views or opinions about any particular one of it, any of those particular three path, I want to call them passages or books or whatever just in general to me I like reading King Solomon's everything about King Solomon his life I like reading about King David I like the whole story of, of Saul and David and Solomon and everything that happened to them and I've been reading lately I've been reading more over and over just that whole basically first and second kings in the Old Testament just to kind of get a better grasp of what happened in that whole uh, in that timeline basically not just to King Solomon because who King Solomon is is a product of his environment and a product of everything that happened before him and what I'm saying is what I mean by that or the reason I'm saying that is I mean to say that he does not stand alone you know his life was the way it was because of everything that happened before him. If it wasn't, if it hadn't been for Saul, if it hadn't, you know, if the Philippines hadn't existed, let's say, Philistines, I'm sorry, not the Philistines, if that, if there was no war with the Philistines, maybe David would have never became king because so much, you know, and then if David, you know, had, if, if Saul had not been jealous of David and had not wanted, wanted him to die, maybe, you know, again, David might have not, never became king and then Solomon would have never been born and, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that, I feel like that's an interesting point to make. And so Solomon, what I'm, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say also is that Solomon cannot just be credited for his wisdom and everything alone. Other things have to have happened for him to come to that point. I, so I, I understand. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like people attribute too much credit to him, maybe. And some credit has to be attributed to other factors. Of like course. Like I keep saying, like everything that happened before him, he was born and everything. And um, what else do I want to say? Solomon in general, um, I can't think of like, I want to say more. I don't want to say things about him specifically. I think I think some things are really interesting that are not him, but like I said, things that happened before him that, that made him possible, his existence, his life possible. And the way his life turned out, the way his life turned out, the things that made that possible, okay? And if you don't mind, Ben, I'll, I'll go into that a little bit. Yeah, sure, okay. sure. What I really think is interesting is, first of all, that Solomon was a product of an affair, 
I don't know if this matters or if it doesn't matter. I just think it's interesting. He's the product of an affair because his uh, his mother, uh, Bersheba, I think Bersheba is her name. I always forget how to pronounce her name correctly. So Bersheba was married to uh, Uria the Hittite. And Uria was a captain of the army. And David, as I'm sure most people know, had Uria killed. Uh, when they were uh, trying to, when they were besieging a, a town, they had a, uh, a certain town, a fortification under siege, okay? And David had him killed because Uriah, uh, he, David didn't want anyone to find out that, you know, his wife had cheated with David because obviously it would have made him look bad as a king. So he had him killed, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting, the fact that one Solomon was a product of an affair. Second of all, it's interesting because he wasn't the first in line for the throne. He had older brothers who were in line for the throne. And one of his older brothers, I don't remember if he was the oldest or not, but one of the older brothers, Absalom, I don't know what his name was in Hebrew. I'm, again, speaking from the English version. Mm-hmm. So Absalom tried to take the throne kind of by force. And he, he, uh, Perform what's called as a, as a as a what's called a coup. So he performed a coup d'état, and uh, David had to run for his life basically. And eventually, uh, one of David's generals killed Absalom when he got trapped in the uh, in the in the trees. He like his long hair got stuck in the tree branches, and his and he was stuck in uh, one of uh, I think Abner Abner I believe was uh, David's general who killed Absalom. And so what I'm saying is if it hadn't been for that, then maybe Absalom would have been king. If he had just not been fucking so fucking greedy, and, and I apologize for the language I'm trying to keep it. If he hadn't been so greedy, he just waited for his freaking time, maybe he would have been king, right? So it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Then then other people wanted to be... There was somebody else who wanted to be king, and uh, that's why Bathsheba came to David and, and said to him, you know, if you don't make Solomon king, you know, his older brother will come to power and he will have your son killed and so because of that David uh, basically announced that Solomon would be next in line and normally obviously that does not how it works in a dynasty which is what it was supposed to be or which it became but eventually you know it died out whatever but at first it was a dynasty uh, and uh, what, what normally happens is the oldest son obviously takes the throne and that's not what happened in this case which Again, isn't rare that it happens, but that's not how it's supposed to happen. So I just think all those facts are very interesting. I I I, I think they are too, especially uh, especially the whole um, affair thing in the beginning. Right, and so I, and I just kind of realized that when I think about it, it's kind of similar with Joseph. Joseph was not the oldest. Uh, I believe what was it? Reuben was the oldest, as far as I remember. I believe Reuben was the oldest son. And then, of course, you know, you know, as as I'm sure everybody knows, or at least most people know, um, the Joseph to basically kind of talk too much shit. Uh, you know, pardon my language, but I'm just kind of using trying to use modern English. Mm-hmm. He, he was ta- he was saying, you know, oh, you know, I had these dreams that you know, blah blah blah, all the um, all the haystacks bowed before my haystack or whatever. I don't remember exactly how it goes, and, uh, how the story goes, but the, it was, essentially he was saying that that he he was saying that eventually he was going to rule over all his brothers obviously his brothers got jealous and mad at him and they sold him to the uh, slave traders and the slave traders sold him to I don't remember who it was 
eventually he ended up in that pharaoh's court and became the pharaoh's right hand at least in terms of being in charge of all the um, all the grain and all the food in the in egypt and all that i don't really think he was like absolutely his right hand like his he was basically essentially a vizier as far as i remember the term is at least back then i believe the term was still vizier so he was like a high-ranking person but i don't believe he was the right hand absolute right hand to pharaoh i believe he was simply the person in charge of all the food and supplies and stuff for the for the uh empire okay anyway so i just think it's interesting because it's kind of the same idea solomon was never supposed to be first in line and and kind of so it's kind of a similar story a similar story is that just like joseph he became in charge of all over everyone including his brothers who were technically older so i don't know if that really matters or not i just just find it's kind of funny that or interesting that that's such there's that similar similarity exists that's what i'm trying to say right now uh, very interesting i like all that awesome well i look i uh, i live to please you man <laughs> And it's funny when you just said that when you said the line just now you just said it reminds me in the thir- about uh, 25 30 minutes into golden golden eye Pierce Bosnan says to uh to the uh uh Rally? no it says to the woman what's her name uh, uh the bad woman what's her what's her name in the movie um yeah, he's on the top when they're in the casino. When you just said that line right there, reminding me when he said, "I, I, I aim to please," or he says, "I aim to please somewhere else later on." Uh, oh, but, yeah. but yeah, everybody, uh, listen. I'm gonna want your help recording YouTube things for that stuff when you're here. But you have to remember, YouTube, YouTube man, they're like really like what you call it about how people speak and all, and it's and kind of like. Uh, government like 1984 baddish type way so i can easily add the explicit uh tab for podcast which is no problem when you say any kind of language but youtube you really gotta like oh you gotta keep it as clean as possible or else i can't post it on youtube right i got you okay i'll do my best okay i can't promise promise no no i mean if you if you say one little word i'll have to delete the youtube video and we'll have to restart it all over again Put up, yeah. Put up, <laughs> uh, all right. So you mentioned. You mentioned. I was saying something. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I can't bleep out YouTube. Well, I mean, I mean, I can delete it and we can restart over. But I mean, I don't edit. Oh, you don't have that kind of software. I mean, I don't. I don't know how to edit like other people do. So no, yeah. But um, it's fine. But um, and now outside of. Outside of the outside the first five books of Moses, you said you you saw you studied a little New Testament and a little was it also Buddhism or what else? Buddhism, like my, a little bit. I mean, I've studied a lot of different stuff. What did I'm you? Like, what's a little no, bit? What's a, what's that? No, I'm gonna try not to talk about that right now. Okay, then we'll move. No, that's fine. Then we'll talk about something less. That um, let me think. Okay, so you talked about the stories there. Then some language came in, and then I talked about the YouTube. Okay. Um. Let me think. Oh. Okay, that was a buzz. Okay, um, let me think, let me think. I'm trying to throw- I'm trying to- I'm trying to stay on topic, because we're mainly talking about Solomon. So- yeah, was it Solomon? Yeah, King Solomon. Oh, 
have too much stuff in my mind. That's why I'm not saying a lot. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So let me think. I'm gonna go off topic then, because I can't really think about anything more about Solomon. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Okay, let me think. Oh, so I'm supposed to be getting my new driver's license soon. The new kind is supposed to be called a real ID, but they're still on the pre-real ID, and real ID is not officially a thing yet, and it probably won't be for the rest of June, and my license expires the day after my birthday in July, so I'm really getting nervous about not knowing why I don't have the new real ID kind, because I want a new brand new picture, not the standard old picture. Hey, man. Yes. Hey, so... Let's, if we're going to talk about a certain topic, let's just keep it at that topic or just end the podcast so that way people kind of get the most... You're right. No, you're right. You're right. So back to the topic, King Solomon. If we don't have anything to say about it, let's just end it and then we'll we'll start a new podcast about something else. I like the sound of that. I like the way you think. So that was our 28-minute discussion on King Solomon. We're going to end it there because we don't have anything else to say about King Solomon and his life. So we're going to end it. Um, everybody dance and have a good time. And we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, this is Ilya and Millennial Man Motions signing out for now.